0: Hello, we love words. Written, spoken, hinted, shouted, gentle, outrageous, and always enlightening, intriguing. But there again, we are library staff. You'd expect nothing less. So tune into Library Words for interviews, memories, business tips, stories, and more. We'll talk to authors, poets, and local people, always keeping you usefully entertained. Outreach Officer Rachel New speaks to local author Jo Clegg. Traditionally a children's TV writer, Jo is best known for her work on CBB's hit show, Hey Dougie, and has just released her debut novel, The Summer Holiday. Welcome to Library Words. Good afternoon. I'm Rachel Newt from Lewisham Libraries, and I'm here pretending to be on holiday with Jo Clegg, local author. Hi, Jo. Thanks for joining. And uh, we're here to talk about your new novel, The Summer Holiday. So uh, tell us about your book. It's just been published. What's it about and who will
1: enjoy it? Um, What it's about is it's about um, a woman called Claire who has sort of suffered a a kind of a whole lifetime of sort of self-doubt and insecurity. And she um, is really holding her back in all kinds of ways. And um, she's lovely. She's funny. She's a bit scatty. She's a bit impulsive. And she's got a young family, and they're faced with going for a fortnight's holiday to Cornwall with um, her husband's best friend and his family. And the 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 woman, the other the other mum and wife and human being, and is um is called Honor, and she just aces at everything. She's super organized, alpha kind of leader. Um, you know, her kids all do loads of activities, and the house is amazing, and all the rest of it. And she sort of puts Claire in a spin, you know, I mean, she's just, she doesn't make her feel good. It's not really, it's it's all the stuff, all the stuff about honour is one thing, but the fact is she just doesn't, she she kind of, there's just something in the way that she is that makes Claire feel bad about herself. Doesn't uh, sound like someone I'd want to go on holiday with. No, absolutely not. No, she's perfectly designed to create a complete, uh, a complete sort of storm inside Claire, and and so she spends quite a lot of time trying to get out of the holiday, and then and then quite a lot of time preparing for the holiday in ways that she thinks are a good idea that get into quite a tangle. So by the time she actually gets there, she has created quite a mess for herself, and it, it all it all rather spectacularly well. It's not for me to say it's spectacular. It all it all comes out. Um, but um, but as I think I said to you before, and, and, and you'll know from reading it, um, it ends up being a good thing. What she faces up to, uh, what she finds out about herself that she, she didn't really know or is finally able to hear. She works out a lot of things that mean that although it's a kind of horrendous fortnight in her mind in the run-up, it leaves her, she can sort of stand on it and kind of step, upwards into the rest of her life as a much freer sort of self um self-loving person.
0: So I, I mean I, I was laughing out loud on my balcony when I, I read this in about three days and but one of the things that uh, was very useful for me from this book is that it actually uh, helped me to prepare for my own holiday because there's a lot of preparation isn't there a lot of packing and lists and that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, I think there's definitely two types of people, aren't there, when it comes to holidays, the, the organised types and the let's just see what happens and let's get out as fast as we can, not spend hours packing bags before we go to the beach kind of person. So I was wondering, you know, what's your approach to holidays?
1: My, my approach to holidays is a kind of, it's a kind of messy third way, uh, which is to um, spend a lot of time uh, fussing and thinking and making this. And then sort of somehow sort of messing up anyway, I mean, I, I've got a real, um, I've just come back from uh, four, four days in Pembrokeshire in Tenby, which is the inspiration for a lot of the book, although it's it's set in a kind of made up Cornwall, um, Tenby is a place that my family and I go to every summer. And I realised while I was there, sort of reflecting on my own kind of holiday behaviour and, and how I, I deal with kind of like getting everybody out of the house, I, I'm... Pretty useless. I am. Um, I spend about sixty percent of my time in the holiday accommodation looking for things in bags, putting things in and out of bags, changing my mind and wondering where that is. Um, and about twenty percent of my time, kind of going, right, we're going in ten minutes, and we're going in five minutes. <laughs> and, yeah, well, no, I know. I but now I've got to find the thing. And have you seen the porter name? And who's got the keys? Are we going to put them in the? So you know, I'm. Um, I think I'm worse than Claire in a way because because. You know she she sort of forces herself to get organized and she sort of she sort of seems to manage to do that ultimately she does carry a heck of a lot with her on her holiday just in case and um and i don't really do that although one thing i, I did do which is a bit odd is i brought back because i couldn't bear to get rid of them i've collected some sticks on a beach for a bonfire that i didn't end up going to in the end um and uh I didn't want to leave them there because I, 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 I still want to have my little bonfire. So I, so I brought a bag of kind of slightly manky, possibly wood lousy sticks back with me. So, yeah, you know, whatever gets you through as long as you as long as long you have a good time.
0: So it sounds like at least part of the book is based on personal experience. But what about the actual characters? Are they actually based on any of your friends or family?
1: Well, you know, on that Well Beloved is uh, I've got... I've got a lot of friends who are much more organised than me. I've got friends who are fantastic cooks, living in really lovely houses, um, ace in their jobs, you know, give their kids all kinds of, you know, great opportunities, but every single, every woman jack of them um, is a sort of, you know, a golden hearted, you know, wonderful person. Whereas Omar has, you know, all of that and a kind of, dark, twisted heart to go along with it, and a kind of, and a desire to be on top, even if it means watching somebody else down. So some of her skills are, are skills that I feel my friends have, and some of my friends have, and, um, but who she is? No, she's a, she's a, she's a, she's pretty much a proper villain, but I've, you know, I've tried to make her as real as I can. And Claire, I would say I have a lot more, is a lot more me, um, but she's she's a mere fifteen years ago. I I found that that early motherhood brought insecurities to the surface. You know, all the stuff that you're meant to have with you, just to kind of, in order to avoid literally being covered in poo. You know, and it's you know, and I don't know. I always felt that other people kind of had that. You know, my kid would fall over, and people would kind of you know there's a spray him, and someone's got a cream, and I've got a kind of coffee stain serviette. So you know, and I went to the park one time with my my mother-in-law had brought a tea towel to dry playground equipment from her house you know with her in her bag to the park and I was just kind of like I, you know I'm, I'm never going to win at this game I've just got to kind of learn to kind of love myself and um so it's kind of 15 years ago in me really that Claire is plus 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 because you know she's a she's a character in a in a in a you know in a, in a funny book so um but I'm a lot more self-accepting about maybe too self-accepting about my, my shortcomings these days.
0: So this is your first adult novel, uh, but you've also written for the series on TV. Hey, Dougie, is that right? Yes, I have. I have. Yeah. How, how does it compare? I mean, there
1: must be completely different styles and ways of writing. Absolutely. I mean, I think I think you know. I mean, Hey Dougie interesting because it. It often doesn't have a kind of classic kind of narrative shape to it where you know somebody gets you know kind of has a big problem and and kind of you know has some sort of steps forward and backwards and then things go really badly and then everything ends up okay it's quite it's quite a particular um kind of show um I think I mean obviously the things I write for tv in my in my day job they're seven or eleven minute scripts and they can be incredibly complicated. I think people will be surprised how much back and forth there is to kind of work out the story, to work out the, the action beats and the story beats and how the scenes are set. Um, I think the main difference is, is that, you know, with, with a with a work of what is, I think, I think this is, I think this ended up being 92,000 words. Well, is yeah. that the what I call the swims that you have them, on your own just you and the story are massively long. So, you know, so like, you know, it'll be a wits worth of swim on a hay dougie before I send it back, uh, you know, and have a rest from it. And then I'll get feedback for the next swim. Whereas this is just sort of, okay, um, you know, with the book, it's like, okay, well, off you go. And it's like straight across the, sh- the channel, you know, before anybody, else before it's fit or, or explicable to anybody else apart from you to, to get to get the story down. But um, I mean, I think there are a lot of things that I've learned from 20 more years of, of writing, of writing for TV. Um, in terms of, you know, stuff like um, if you're gonna have any kind of a secondary character, you know, who are they? You know, what are they like, you know, um, you know give, give them something that makes them, you know, who they are. And um, because you know, you, you you otherwise you're you're doing that thing. What they call it in video games, that a non-something player. You know, just somebody who's listening. here is the key. Um, so yeah, I mean that's just one of of, of many of many um, things I must have learned along the way. But it, this is lovely, and I mean also literally when you're typing with a book, sometimes you can just type and you can look around the window, and it's prose, it's fine. When you're when you're writing a script, and you've written an outline for a for a script. But when you come to actually write it as a script it's it you know you have to kind of press a lot of different buttons to get the kind of well this is an action section this is is a character name this is the dialogue section so it's it's um yeah it's less kind of free form in that in that kind of way Mm,
0: interesting so and you've got you're starting another
1: novel yes i am i'm 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 nicely into now a um a first pass a sort of well, no, I think I've done the discovery draft. I know who my characters are and what, what's going to happen to them. And now I'm really kind of um, shaping that into chapters and, and growing it a bit. I'm expecting that when I send it in, it'll be slightly under under length. Um, things like, I mean, one of the settings is an allotment and one of the settings is a, is a hair salon. And um, I'm expecting as the drafts go on, I will, I will build them as characters Um, there'll be a lot of work seasonally to see how the allotment changes and obviously all of that will be through my character's eyes to do with how they're how they're growing and and sort of feeling set back and how they feel about one of my main characters it's a mother and daughter one of the main characters hates gardening knows nothing about gardens and um I don't hate it, but I, I I don't know what I'm doing and I feel quite uncomfortable. So I'd be, be able to kind of tap into, into her kind of, and she's she's the mistress of her environment in her hair salon. So she doesn't like to be out of her depth or, or not know what, what's going on. So it's going to be really fun to see her constantly kind of walking through bushes suddenly and kind of, you know, and sort of stepping on something or kind of pricking herself on something. So she's going to absolutely loathe it with a big smile on her face because she's trying to, um, she's trying to kind of mend this rift with her daughter, and um, yeah, it's really fun. It's really fun. And, um, hmm. Thank you. So um, I think we'll have the, your reading now,
0: and then at the end I'll ask you a couple more questions about living in Sydney and your summer reading.
1: So um, you said you like like this bit, and, and I'm really I'm really chuffed, and I'm I'm really glad to read it. I'm just going to do a bit of setup here. Um, this is a chapter, they haven't actually gone on holiday yet. Um, but Claire, um, Claire has bought a, a car, she's embarrassed about her, her car, uh, the, the, the family car. It, it's 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 small, it's got a door that's kalunky, and it's um, and it really could die at any point. And, and the idea of kind of following um, the well beloved's car around, she calls it the spaceship, um, and kind of breaking down there's just it's just kind of she just basically. Bought a car on the spot while she was at the garage getting it look getting their old car looked at so she's got this big car loan she's in trouble with Ben her husband because she she, she didn't consult him about buying this car at all um, and um, her job she works part-time as a teaching assistant at, at the, her kids school and um, it's it's come up as a, a full-time role um, because her her job share person is moving on so she she applies for to do the job full-time it's everything's going really brilliantly. Um, she's she's you know she's really working on changing to sort of feel better about herself and be more organised. So she's she's left loads of time to get to the interview. So much time, that she thinks it's going to be okay to try on a winter wetsuit that she sees in the charity shop um, on her local parade of shops just outside Luton where she lives. So she tries it on and she gets a bit and she's a bit hot and sweaty and and can't get it off. thinks she's going to be late for the interview. So. Um, gets dressed on top um, sort of tries to style it out with the assistant that it's on and then keep it on buys a little sort of silky cravat thing to hide the fact it's got a kind of neoprene high neck this is a wetsuit I own I, I, I took a picture of me wearing it on um, on the beach in temby that I'm gonna post in on my Instagram um, so basically she's arrived at the school and um, and um, yeah so the other thing to, to know about Claire is that she's an illustrator she uh, she doesn't she feels quite insecure about her, her talent uh, because her mother is a proper artist and paints moody abstracts. Anyway, I'm just going to have a, a little bit of my books on the beach and then read um, the bit with Claire's interview. Chapter 21. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, Claire caught a cool flicker of air from the desk fan aimed at Mrs Gunnison. All through the interview, the head had sat ruler straight with her hands together on her desk. Claire had mirrored her except that Gunner looked composed and cool in her cotton shift dress and Claire's hands were only together to stop herself touching her face and drawing attention to how much she was sweating. Claire had convinced herself the protective curtain from Gunner, this is Mrs Gunnison, the head teacher. She convinced herself the protective curtain from Gunner's fan meant that the smell of the wetsuit, which since her run to school, had released the aroma of seaweed and pea would be contained on her side of the desk. The interview had been straightforward. Gunner hadn't asked why she treated the school like an Amazon locker this year, or why a while back she'd leapt out of the classroom and scared her. And when they discussed Ryan's reading and Mrs Gunnison gave her credit for his progress, Claire hadn't mentioned being caught on her phone that time. So all of that was good. Now, Claire, said Gunner, like their real business was beginning. Of course, it's wonderful to have you at school. The children love you. You work well with Mr. Reader and you give us so much with your art club and help with displays and backdrops for shows. Thank you, said Claire, blushing. I know my focus hasn't been 100% this year, but circumstances will have changed by September. I'd be totally committed. Your reference to increased focus is noted. But I must say, I was surprised to get your email. I often see the fruits of your labours from the days you aren't with us. Charming flyers and posters up here and there. I assumed you might want to expand in that area. Claire smiled and shrugged. When you panic bought a car, it could change your priorities. Gunner unlaced her fingers, then slotted them back together. Claire... I'd like to talk to you about someone. Do you remember Lynn Pike, mum to the pikelets?" Claire shook her head. Lynn had four sons come through the school. She'd been a research scientist, gluten proteins. She spoke at conferences and was part of international projects. Then when the first pikelet began with us, she gave it up to come and work here. Claire shifted in her seat. The neoprene creaked. Lynn Pike gave us ten. Indifferent years of her life, Claire. fussing over her boys, teaching them nothing about self-reliance, and she could have been stimulated and modelling all the things her career in science gave her. I'm not indifferent, said Claire. I I like being a teaching assistant. No, but perhaps the other point resonates. That I fuss over my kids. You are a little overly attentive. Claire looked at her lap. And tugged where the high neck of the wetsuit was clutching around her throat. What Gunner said, heard of it. She always wanted to be available to the kids. She tried to do the opposite of Margot. She cleared her art materials off the dining table without fail. It was a reflex. My mum wouldn't even stand at the school gates. She told Gunner. If she did drag herself away from her painting, she'd skulk down the road under some ostentatious hat. Although I did like the purple fedora. Gunnar nodded as though she'd like that hat too. Just to go back to Lynn, Clare, when her boys moved on and she tried to return to her career, to her dismay, she found all things gluten had moved on too. That must have made her feel really intolerant. You know, like Gunner gave Claire a withering look. Yes, look, I know illustration isn't a research-based field, but isn't that where your heart lies? Isn't that where you feel most aligned? You know better than most that your children are very well looked after here. Perm and Charlie might actually benefit from mum being here less than she is now, rather than more. You mean? Claire swallowed. Don't think I should work here at all. That is entirely up to you. I have a strong candidate looking for Monday to Friday, so you wouldn't be leaving us in the lurch." Claire recrossed her legs, a rubbery air pocket guffed from the wetsuit. Sorry, she flamed all over. That wasn't actually a... Don't tell her what you're wearing. I mean, pardon me. Yes, uh, fine. Gunner nodded. She wanted things to move on. Claire ran her clammy hands over each other. Maybe Charlie wouldn't have fizzy necks and need damp paper towels if she wasn't there to check on him. Maybe he'd toughen up. Maybe Pearl would be more pleased to see her if she'd seen less of her. Maybe she should be more rather than less like her mother. Could that really be right? So what do you want to do, Claire? This was mad. She had gone from having a half-time job to being shown a good view of the door. She exhaled loudly. Okay, so I think I'm resigning. Whoa, dramatic moment. And yes, we see
0: the uh, mother-daughter theme. Yes. That novel as well as your next
1: novel, interesting. Absolutely. yeah, I, I, I felt um, Claire, Claire's mother became a kind of kind of grew, grew into the story and, and at the end of it, I kind of felt like, oh I've, I've got more to say. I've got more to say about that relationship. So yeah, that's, that's what I've kind of taken forward. So thank
0: you very much for your reading. just to make sure everybody knows. this is the summer holiday by Joe Clegg and available in local bookshops, Kirkdale Bookshop, for example. Is that right? Yes. And online. So just Google the summer holiday and you have a website and a Facebook page and all that kind of thing. We'll put I all the
1: links. I do. And the book is available at Bookseller Crow as well. So oh, yeah. yes.
0: Bookseller Crow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll put all the links to all your social media and your website and everything underneath. So thank you very much for that. So I um, just wanted to ask you a couple more questions before we say goodbye. Um, so you live in Sydenham. How long have you been in Sydenham?
1: Um, two thousand, summer of two thousand and one, coming up to um, however long that is.
0: Yeah, can't work yeah, it out. Twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah. So, so tell us, what do you love most about Sydenham? Do you have any favourite places to read or write? Or?
1: I think it, um, Sydenham is absolutely brilliant. I, 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 I tend always to write at home, but. Um, what I love about it is within you know I'm, I'm kind of in the middle between Sidney and, and Penge station and, and just you know being able to kind of within five or ten minutes be kind of picking up a picking up a book in Kirkdale books picking up some supplements in well-being great places um, shave and penge and just you know just really 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 wonderful places and the parks I mean I can you know walking to Beckham and Blaise Park walking to Crystal Palace Park to Mayo Park to Wells Park I mean the parks I acknowledge the parks um, locally in my in my book. Um, just incredible. I think we're really fortunate. It's 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 a, it's a brilliant place to live. I absolutely love it. And we mustn't forget Sydenham Library, of course. We mustn't forget Sydney Library. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, have you got any summer reading planned yourself? Uh, well, two books I've really really enjoyed this summer um, and spring and summer are um, actually interesting enough by fairly local writers. One is Small Pleasures, which was um, published last year by Claire Chambers. He lives um, out sort of more more kind of Bromley way. Um, And the other is Open Water by Caleb Nelson. Um, uh, He lives in Down. And that's a stunning book about love. And I'm I'm about to start The Vanishing Half by um, Britt Bennett, which I think looks really, really good. Yeah, it's... well, it's always a good year for books, isn't it? Yeah, I think that I think we can say that you know, books books reliably are are a good thing. And um, oh, uh, uh, if anyone who lo- loves a good love story, Leah, uh, Leah Louie, um her her eight perfect hours, I'm waiting to get my hands on that. Her her book um, last year, um, Dear Emmy Blue, was absolutely charming. I don't normally read romances, but um, I just think her characters was just mwah. um. And I've read a couple of Debbie Johnson books, which are new to me as well, but a new one that's just come out, The Moment I Met You, um, another love story, just brilliantly written, but just the kind of powers along, great characters, great vocabulary, just paints the picture, you know, it's so seemingly effortlessly as she goes. So yeah, oh, and Clara and the Sun. Yeah, oh, yeah. That. yeah. fabulous, yeah. really great. Yeah, I enjoyed
0: that one too. Okay. Good afternoon, and thank you for joining us from Lewisham Libraries. And thank you to Jo Clegg for joining me today.
1: Thank you.
0: Thanks, Rachel. For more information on Jo Clegg, visit her website at www.joeclegg.com or follow her on Twitter at jocleggwriter. The summer holiday is now available to buy online and in your local bookshop, as well as copies available to borrow in Lewisham Libraries. Thanks for listening, and catch us again for more Library Words. Remember to subscribe to never miss
1: an episode and links to all of our social media can be found on the podcast summary.